Well, hello, gorgeous, and welcome to Unapologetically Ann. I am Ann Fisher, an Oklahoma girl that has never been afraid to dream big. I'm a mom, a wife, an entrepreneur, a coffee fanatic, and a self-made millionaire. Every week here, you're gonna discover mind-opening topics on business and family, how to smush them together and make them work, beauty tips, and self-development to help you become your best self and to live an unapologetic life. I love your faces. Let's get started. Okay, listen. I met Emily on a beach in um, the Cayman Islands. Yeah. And she saved my life. I was trying to take a picture. She's a crazy, amazing photographer. And she showed me something that would forever change my photography life. Oh, that night. Oh, it was so great. And she absolutely cracked me up. She was amazing. We sat there on the beach and it was close to midnight, I think, wasn't it? I mean, yeah, probably maybe one. I don't know. I mean, it could have been one. It's fine. It's fine. Um, anyway, so right there on that beach in Cayman Island, she showed me some special settings that made my 4th of July firework picture game like at the top <laughs> I'm proud of everyone <laughs> and I don't even know how I was really said, proud. Emily told me how to do that I don't I don't know how I did that but Emily's the one that told me how to do it and I remember messaging her and saying you made my fourth of July picture game awesome that was a really funny text by the way <laughs> <laughs> random but that's that's how I roll is random Okay, so Emily is one of the top leaders in the company. She's a crazy, amazing photographer. She's picking up some pretty crazy, I keep using the word crazy, it's not crazy, pretty amazing accounts. Um, I'm like, wow, I'm so impressed. I know her. <laughs> it's, it's been a journey. It's been 10 years of shooting. So it's well, just comes with the territory. <laughs> Y'all go follow her, check out her work. It really is pretty awesome. Like when you hear about it, you go dig down and then some of the accounts she's picking up, it's like, what? Holy cow. <laughs> now I'm getting embarrassed. Don't be embarrassed. Just sit there and glow. <laughs> Just glow. Hey, I finally got my nails done. Oh, I can't see mine. This is not a good situation. Oh, I've been in the gym, but I haven't gotten my nails done. Oh, I can't, I have such thin, peely, awful nails I always have. So if I don't have nails on, they are cracking and bleeding down into the quick and it drives me nuts. I had two nails come off. And so I felt just like I was missing a limb almost. It was terrible. I can't turn them down. <laughs> no, I have no problem with other people. Like if you have strong enough nails to not have nails, I wish I was that way because upkeep is a pain. But it is a pain. We haven't had we haven't been able to go on any of our regular trips that we normally go on to like have a reason to get them done. I know. It's we're overdue. I know. I have had it with this corona cootie virus crap. You and I are normally on a lot of trips together and this is this is absurd. It is absurd and I'm it's missing all my people. I know. Me too. It's so crazy because you don't realize I I don't think I realized how much I actually traveled until I wasn't traveling. And I it's like, I should be going on a trip somewhere. It's time. I know. And I just miss people. I know. I miss people too. Oh, well, I miss my money people going on trips, but I'm a hermit. Gracie deems <laughs> it to be. Home. 
I am a hermit. I'm kind of a hermit because Gracie, and then we live on the back 40 in the middle of nowhere. And so, I mean, it's fine. Anywho, I am getting ready to go on a trip to the mountains of Idaho. So I'm really excited about that. That's far. Yeah, I'm going to glamp. Have you ever glamped? No, but if I camped, I'd probably glamp. I mean, if you're going to camp, you got to go all in. Kenny, my husband, glamped. He never camped. Oh, well. So when I took him camping, like, on our second date, it was rough for him. <laughs> Chicago. Yeah. Chicago. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're glamping because I have a camper, and I'm getting a generator this year. I won't even know what to do with myself. It'll be fun. But there you go. All right. So. You guys have to hear her story. She's, again, one of our top leaders. She goes on all the trips, all the director trips, um, where we actually got to meet and chat on the beach. And you know, some of the bigger trips with Monet, there's so many people, you don't get to talk to people. Like you're constantly talking to all the people, but not your people. And so I love the smaller, more intimate trips that we go on because you really get to know everybody that way. And who you're, you know, partners with in this crazy, amazing ride that is Monet right now. Yep. So, share your story. What was your life like before you said yes? And what made you say yes? So, okay, so obviously I was a photographer. Um, my husband, Kenny, was working at the Board of Trade and he had just, in Chicago, and he had just resigned from that to run my photography business because my photography business got too big. So we were at the point where we were having one stream of income. Um, I was teaching workshops kind of around the country, just like Sarah was, um, she, you know, she and American friends. And, um, I was, you know, so I had mother multiple streams and I've always understood the importance of multiple streams. Yep. Um, and then I needed to start, I started using money for the products. I didn't start for the business. Had I known about the business, I probably would have started <laughs> for the business now. Yeah. At the time I started for the products, I had androgenic alopecia and I had tried everything for my hair, everything. Um, in terms of, I mean, Rogaine, I mean, they told me when I had my firstborn son that I now have like a mild heart issue and they're suspecting from the Rogaine. So they can't say that, but I had serious issues. Like it's, I was using it, the men's version for a very long time. Like I had really, I was really, really thin. I mean, I'm, I'm much better now, obviously. Um, so I started with that. I was like, okay, if anything, I'm just going to try it to see if I can get my scalp healthy. And if my body is healthy, then maybe my body can start producing some hair. Right. So that's what started and i was like holy cow this stuff is off the hook and yeah. obviously you know i was a you know that's you never know right because my body was healthy so that's what happened so i started um sharing and then it kind of just exploded and then here's kind of the here's what happened i don't know if you know this story um so i get emotional so i signed in june of 2017 um, and I started growing pretty quickly, um, within the company. So I hit like the met, like market venture, like in August, um, kind of back in that, you know, that fun time. And, um, my son was in an accident where my husband was mowing the lawn and he sent Tyler to the top of the swing set, had him get out of the way. Um, but Tyler looked down right at the wrong moment and a piece of mulch went through his eye to the back of his eye. Um, at the time, we didn't know. We took him in to get um, his eye looked at at the urgent care, and they're like, oh, it's just a corneal abrasion. Right. So the next morning, we took him in, like, uh, no, that's an open wound. And they rushed him into surgery, and they were trying to save his eye. So we were in the hospital. We had 12 six hour surgeries from the beginning of September through Christmas. Now, mm -hmm. mind you, I 
we are a self-run business, right? So we are self-made. Um, I, I grew my photography business to a point where I could support our family. It was a lot. I was I was working about 80 hours a week. I missed a lot of stuff with the kids. We can talk about that in a minute. Um, but we were because of money, which was not on purpose, by the way. Um, we were able to shut down the photography studio for four months. And wow. strictly on our Monet paycheck. And I sat in the hospital to Kenny. I'm like, never again. Like, will I ever question anything? Because it was such a gift. It was such a blessing. It was like God's timing put it into my life right at the right time. And since that day, I've understood like, oh my gosh. And then COVID happened. We had to shut down the photography mm -hmm. studio. We had like a 3,000 square foot studio. Like we have a really large space. It is not cheap. Um, but it was just... It was timing. Um, and I felt, you know, I fell in love with the company. Obviously, you can't not, you know, yeah. um, fell in love with the people. And then that's, that's how we got started. And it kind of lit a fire under me. Um, and, and, you know, it's kind of like a lot of people get going on this out of, because they have to, because of desperation. Yeah. I know you're kind of in that situation at one point. Um, or it's just, it's, it's, you know, it's a gift. So that's kind of how we got started. And then started a fire in me. Okay, I did not know about your son. Holy cow, how terrifying and yeah. horrific. All the things. Oh my gosh. But and I also didn't know that you had alopecia. I did not know that. Because your hair is gorgeous. Like I remember on the beach. Yeah, yeah, it's gorgeous. And so that's huge in of itself. And that'll make anybody a believer when you and so many people deal with hair issues and they don't know what to do to correct it. And they're right. told the wrong things so many times, which just takes them down a rabbit hole and makes right. everything worse. So I love hearing success stories with the product. So you joined primarily because the product was amazing and you had great yeah. results. And I, yeah. And my dermatologist is blown away. So, and you know, here's the thing, like, as you know, I mean, money, it's not a, we're not a medical based hair girl. No. We're not, that's not us. Yeah. Right. But you have to wash your hair anyways and if you you might as well have something that's really really healthy so if your body has the capability of growing healthy hair it can i mean we all know that internal is what causes you know all of that yes. all those issues um but my dermatologist was like holy cow i had seen doctor after doctor for my hair and i'm still thinner in some spots you know but i mean i was to the point like when i was getting my photos done i was asking the photographers to like fill in my i mean it was bad it was, mm -hmm. and it's a woman that's really sad and yeah. um what i didn't expect to happen was for my skin to change like it did with our skincare like what i have powder on right now like it's crazy it's crazy. So I see my before and afters, but my skin is so much healthier now. And I was using really good skincare too. So I will love these products till the day I die. Um, what I did not expect was to love the business like I love the business. Yeah. So. Well, and I think that happens a lot because we are a primarily, like we've got almost 2 million VIP customers, which is our, our uh, subscription box program. Yeah. And when you've got that many customers versus, you know, distributors, that tells you something about the product is working. Right. And so many of our market partners are converties from trying the product. And it's like, okay, this mm -hmm. is working. I know a lot of people that have issues or just like clean products right. and they convert over. So it doesn't surprise me at all. I think it's incredible for me. I didn't get to try the product before I started. <laughs> yeah, no, you were early. <laughs> Well, I had so many financial issues. That was my biggest worry. And when I looked at the comp plan, I'm like, okay, that looks like I could earn quite a bit of money right away. Sign me up. I got to go. Like, it's time to go. Well, it's and funny you say that, too. I was talking to Stuart, I don't know, last week when we all had our calls, you know. 
And um, for those not watching, um, we are so lucky to have a CEO and a president that cares about us as individuals. And um, a handful of us got to have like one-on-one, -on -one, like little like powwows, like yeah. meetings. And I was joking to Stuart because they give so much. And I'm like, how do you guys ever make money as a company? <laughs> and they're like, well, <laughs> not really sure sometimes because they give so much. Yeah. Um, and they care and love us so much. And it's, I don't know. Yeah. So when you well, say that, it, the business is just amazing. I'll say this. I talked to Senior Luis one time. Well, me and Chad were talking to him, Mr. Fisher. And he said, you know, I've never been a big church goer, like going to church. He said, but I feel like the way that I tithe was this business because it literally is helping so many families. I feel like that's part of my work is to give back and help and provide a way that people can earn. And the fact that they own everything and they manufacture their own products, their own research and development, their own scientists um, on staff, scientific advisory board, world, world renowned, and all those proprietary things like that makes the product such a raging success. But the fact that they own all of that and they're not having to source out for it, they can pay the field better than the average Joe does. And right. I've been in the industry for almost 25 years now, six other companies. I have never, never seen a comp plan that performs like this one does. I've never had so many of my leaders earn so much money. Like there's literally so many people at the top of the company that are earning crazy money and the cool thing is is they're giving back and they're helping like it, it's started in motion what senior louise started started in motion with the field and the gratitude effort is off the chain the way that people give back and help it's just this awesome circle circle of life it um, is in today so people know today's the 15th today's payday and the first thing in our group is we posted what did you give back to you today yep and, and you know i was talking about giving to this the animal shelter this morning and the family does it as a thing and like people do that like and we talk about i mean it's like it's like a celebrated thing and it's just it's such a gift it is a gift i agree completely so i've seen a couple questions they're asking um what products you started using and what products you use now it's funny. So I've come full circle and I use what I started with. So when I first started, you know, back in the day, our product packs were not as good as the packs now. The packs now are like, oh, I wish we could get a pack again. <laughs> right? Like the one with the skincare, especially. I'm like, the discount on that pack. I mean, Crazy. Like, it's not fair, <laughs> but it's fine. So when I first started, I started with um, my, my first, so we washed twice with money. If you guys haven't, if you guys kind of like, vacuuming before shampoo in your carpets right so mm -hmm. the first wash i was washing with black because it you know the pixel and then yeah. um second wash i was washing with renew because i have dry hair so i have fine hair so i was using revitalize for my conditioner and then i was using the irt spray which is probably over here somewhere which is still my favorite go-to product um and that's it and blow up cream that's it and i've used them all i've come back right now my favorite thing is the hair transformation mask I don't know. I love it right now. I just do. My hair's back in ponytails all the time. It just needs it sometimes. Um, but that's what I'm back to. I've tried everything, but I'm back to now. I'm just kind of using Renew twice. I don't use the black very much anymore, but Renew and Revitalize. It's me. funny. We started with nine products and those were our two key products. We didn't even mm -hmm. have the black back then, but you had Revive, you had Renew, and then the conditioners and the mask and the oil. And like, I still, those are still my core products. I have mega dry hair, mega dry scalp, mega dry skin, so renew all the way for me. And even the replenish mask, 
like it was great, but it wasn't enough. So I use the super moisture mask and I am obsessed because I literally could put oil on my hair every day and I wouldn't get oily. My hair is that dry. So it's amazing. Well, and I have really actually have really big curly hair. Uh -huh. and, uh, so Sam Kelly, this is calling me. Sam, you know I'm doing this. <laughs> I have curly hair and I straightened my hair today. But yeah, even with my curly hair, that's what I still use. Well, it's gorgeous, darling. Okay, so your favorite products. What is your advice? So as a successful photographer, when I say successful, guys, go check her out. She's pretty dang successful. Um, saying yes, you know, adding an additional stream of income. And I think it's really important that you said that because right now, so many people that maybe love their career, have had great success, have discovered there could come a dip in the income. Like things can happen outside of our control and what are you going to do? Do you have a fallback? Do you have a second stream of income or a third stream of income that's going to help supplement during times where you can't do your regular job? So what is your advice for all the people out there thinking, yeah, that's great, but she was a photographer. She had a following. Um, she's a business person. Like I'm not a salesperson. What is your advice for, for somebody that's looking and thinking about doing the business? So at the end of the day, you know, for me, I'm, I've always been kind of a self-starter, right? So if you have a drive within you and you can talk to somebody that has hair in their head, you can do this business. Like if you know anybody with hair, everybody, it's crazy to me. Some of the strongest people on my team are like stay-at-home moms, you know, homeschooling moms. We have um, an orthopedic surgeon on our team who's so busy. She's killing it because she actually had breast cancer and started the products after she finished chemo and fell oh, wow. in love with the science of everything. Um, if you listen, everybody trusts you for you. And my following on Instagram was not that large when I first started. Like, sure, I have like some photographer people on my team and such, but most people on my team are like my friends from high school and like mm -hmm. this, you know as long as you have it within you and you have a, a reason to want to do it, you can do well. And the thing with money is they provide you with so many tools. And especially if you're like on a really solid team of people helping you, um, you can do really well. And it's, it's all mindset, right? Um, you know, a lot of times people just get in their own way. And if you get yourself out of the way, you can do it. And there's no, the thing is there's no risk, right? Worst case scenario, people end up with good hair or skin. You know, it's not like you have any obligations to meet quotas or something to maintain your market partners. Yeah. Like some other companies do. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, there's the, the dream is there. I mean, the thing is with money, the things that are happening to me now are things that I never would have imagined and never would have dreamed for myself. But with money, you can dream offensively bigger for yourself and that will happen. You can make that happen. And I had tried a couple other network marketing companies before for extra streams of income. It was it was different. I just can't explain it, and I'm not knocking them. No, um, it's just different. There's something. I don't know what it is. It might be the culture or the community. I don't know. Everybody loves everybody, and it's just supportive. And it's like the thing with photography was I had to get out of all the groups. Everybody's very competitive. Does not support everybody. Um, and I had to get out. I mean, I'm not out, but I'm like, people are still like, are you shooting? I'm like, actually, yeah, a lot, but <laughs> you know, um, I had to remove myself from those, those social groups because it wasn't healthy for my mindset. I was teaching all of them, you know what I mean? But then they were mean to each other and I didn't like that. This, everybody is very uplifting. 
um, loves that. I mean, it's just, it's just different. And when you have that community of people around you and you, you want to do well. You know what? I love that you say that because that was going to be my next question for me when, okay. So when I said yes, it was all about the money because we were broke as a joke coming out of bankruptcy, starting over at 40. And I'm like, I don't know what the heck I can do. Cause I'm one of those stay at home moms, no right. college education, married right out of high school. So what am I going to do to significantly supplement an income and make a difference? And I am not a photographer. Cameras and me don't get along. I don't do the digital thing. I'm not, I'm not good at it. Um, and so for me, I was limited in what I could do. So it was all about the money and the comp plan. I wanted to be able to trust the company. Like I needed to know who ran the company, were they financially sound? Because it scared me to partner with a brand and not know, are they prepared for growth? Are right. they going to, you know, kick us out and say, sorry, we're closing the doors. Like those were the two things that were at the top of my list product it needed to be a good product and i needed it to be consumable so the fact that it was hair care i'm like nobody does hair care and i don't even know what anti-aging hair care is but i am here for it sign me up so when i tried the product i realized oh my gosh it's amazing we're gonna this is gonna take over the world but community and culture wasn't even on the list because i had never experienced it in any other company i'd been a part of it was very cutthroat it was very every man for himself right don't share your tips and secrets because they may take some of your business and we can't have that. So culture was like the crazy, I didn't know it was a thing. I didn't and know it could be a thing. You going, you yes. know, like we all have this end goal and with any sales, it's like this, right? Yes. And when you're yes. down here, you have to have this to remember to get to this, yeah. you know? And that is something that I did not expect with this at all. Like from an outsider, I was kind of like an anti-MLMer at one point in my life. Really? Yeah. I Interesting. Like, Don't try to sell me stuff because I'm going to go to Ulta and buy it. <laughs> that was yeah. me. And now I'm like, why on God's green earth would I ever not, A, support my friends, B, support a small business that is in control of their products and it's not being put on trucks and sitting on shelves for God knows how long or people buying it and selling it and adding stuff and selling it on Amazon. Like, I don't know. Like yeah. now that I'm in this, I get it. And, it, and it's, and it's once you're a part of it and you understand what a gift it is and how everybody starts at zero. We all start in the same place. Right. And if you decide that you want to change your life, you can't. Now, some people are in it because they want 500 a month or some people want it because they want 10,000. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everybody's different wise. Um, but at the end of the day, the culture and the community is something that Monet has created, I think, um, for us. There's the honesty of the company too is just so unmatched. Um, yes. That's something I've never experienced with the company before, and I I'm not an MLM like you know savvy. I mean I am now <laughs> because I'm, and I'm I know. now, so maybe I am now. But like I never I've never experienced like a company that loves their yeah work people so yeah. much. Does that, does I that make sense. Well, I have to agree hundred percent because again, like the company I was with before I started with Monet and it, for example, I liked who owned the company. I felt like they tried right. to have integrity and be decent people. So I had no problem with that, but the culture in the field was a battlefield. That's what it felt like to me. Like you are fighting just to have a place to stand and 
Like it was just like you were saying with your groups, it was like that. I felt like yeah. you were just battling to have a place there and it shouldn't be that way. And I didn't know it could be different. So if you were going to say, okay, these are the boxes that had to be checked for me, what would your boxes be product? Obviously, cause that was your number one. I got to do it because of that. What are your other boxes? So it's funny because they've probably shifted now, right? Yes. So when I first started, it was products, income, what it could bring in, community. What else is there? I mean, probably the company, company, the family, the, company, the people. Right. Well, the company, the products kind of go together, right? And so now it's it's hard because I know the business is there. I know the products are amazing. And I know anything they'll ever launch will be cutting edge science because yeah. we know the scientists and we, we've seen the research. So it's like, now it's more like the business, right? Because now here's my goal. I'm going to be, I told Stuart this last week. I don't know if I should say this publicly. You should say it. I want to hear it. Well, so I well, won't tell uh, anyone. I promise. <laughs> yeah. Just everybody watching. So my goal is in, two years is to close my photography studio and just shoot in-home sessions or like sunset sessions or maybe get a small little place because I'll tell you what we talk about financial freedom okay yeah. right we all talk about financial freedom it's not a get rich quick thing you have to work your frick yeah. you have to work I'm not going to say the word but you have to work it off and yes. you have to be consistent and it's not it what you put into it is what you get out and I plan on working 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 my until I can be home for every single moment with my kids because I missed so much because with photography, I'm shooting all day at the studio. The kids get home. So I see them like right after school for like a minute and then I'm shooting sunset sessions and sunset what? It ends at 830 now. I get home at nine, put them to bed late or if I even see them to go to bed, right? This is and how I was editing, right? And then I edit until two in the morning. And so, and, and luckily I'm not doing that as much anymore. Um, and because of money, I've been able to do that. Um, I'll always shoot. I'll always be a photographer, but I will not always shoot and work 60 hour weeks at the studio. And I mean, I'm sure you love what you do and you're passionate about it. You're very, very good at it, but the grind is hard. It's so it hard. And, and the time with your fam, I mean, time becomes the commodity. It's not money. It's the time is your commodity when you have a family and you need to be able to spend time with them. And I love, so I love that you brought that up, Emily, because the thing is you hear so many people in the industry say time freedom, financial freedom. It does not mean that you're not working. And it does not mean that you don't have to put time into your business. It just means that you get to decide. And it doesn't mean that you're a millionaire overnight. It just right. means you're going to, you have the chance to earn money that you would not as a normal W2 employee in today's society. The yeah. opportunity to earn more is pretty phenomenal. There's and no so, glass ceiling. Right. There's no glass ceiling. There's no glass ceiling. Yeah. And financial freedom is a point that we're all trying to get to so we can have time with our family yeah. at the end of the day. That's the most important thing. Why else would we do it? Exactly. Yeah. So it doesn't give you complete freedom. It just, to me, freedom just means you get to decide. You decide when you work, how you work, where you work, and you decide how much you want to work if you want to grow your check. Because literally that's what you do. If you want to grow your check, you just got to go to work. It's proven. You go to work harder, just like anything else. You work a little harder, you, you can earn a little more or a lot more. And I love that it provides that freedom. But I always want... I always like to be super real about it just because I don't want people coming in with 
ridiculous expectations and then they're burned on the industry because they had a bad experience with something that, you know, people were promising the moon and the stars. And it's like, you can have them. You just got to go to work. And the thing is, it's fun work. It's not yes. it's like, you're. can you imagine, like, I see our checks and stuff every month. I mean, and it, and it fluctuates, but you know, for to get a raise, like our team posting, like this is the, the, the comments that we get every the 15th. I mean, and you're, you're at that point now where you've got a, you know, obviously a massive team. So, you know, you see the lives that are being impacted and things that people are saying, like, especially right now during COVID, they're like, oh my gosh, we can go buy groceries. I'm not going to have to yeah. take an extra shift at the restaurant. Like those little things are so big for me too to see on our team. It's just, it's so, I don't know. I just can't imagine not doing it now. Like, yeah, it's just a smart decision. Um, you know, you never know what's going to happen in COVID, especially like if you're a small business owner, especially like we have a, one of my girls on my team, Maria, she's a nurse and she never knew when she was going to be getting called in. She just had a baby at 40 and she, you know, it was like a little oh. baby. And she's like, I love the baby, but she never knew when she was going to be called in. It was during COVID. She's probably on here listening right now. <laughs> and she was being called in at two in the morning. And then she was um, an orthopedic surgery nurse and they were throwing her in on the COVID floors. And she's like, I haven't worked ICU in like forever. And she called me, she's like, Emily, I'm, I'm making this business my number one priority. I can't do that anymore. Yeah. You know, I need to be home with my kids. And that's what she's doing now. So, you know, it's just, it's a, it's a gift. I feel like I'm giving people a gift of yeah, freedom. Exactly. Well, it's, we always try to, like you did, we post in our chats and on, on the team page, <clears throat> hey, drop a couple things that your check enabled you to do <laughs> this month. And it, it always amazes me. The majority of it is just the basic necessities. But hey, I got to do this and not worry about it. I can remember when I struggled to pay my bills. And I can remember telling Mr. Fisher, I just want to sit down and pay all my bills at one time early. Like, that was a dream because we struggled paycheck to paycheck and the average American family understands that because they struggle with that. So, so many times it's just the common everyday stuff, but they're just thrilled to get to do it. And then it's the people that are giving back. I was able to tithe more. I was able to donate. I was able to help somebody with groceries because they haven't been working. Like it's so incredible to see the change and the difference it makes in everybody's life. Some of it's very small and some of it's very big, but all of it is very important. And it's, it's all so important. And yes. everybody has a different reason, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's like even a matter of like, can I keep cable? <laughs> you know, I mean, it's true. All the important things. We need Netflix around. Right I mean, we got, yeah, we got to watch, yeah, all the things. Okay, so now last question. Well, kind of close to the last question. What is your advice to people that are in the industry or in the business and they're struggling and they don't know where to, to go from here? What are they doing? I'm throwing this one at you, but like we, I see so much of it now and it's like, how do you dig out of the hole and really go forward with it? Especially somebody that's busy with another career like you. Right. So, okay. So there's two, two thoughts here. Is it somebody, that, so if you, here's the thing with mine, this is what I tell my team. When you first start, the hardest thing to do is start, right? Yeah. Because nobody knows what to do. It's kind of like ignorance on fire. People are worried about product recommendations. People are, but at the end of the day, you guys, it's just really healthy shampoo, <laughs> right? Everything's going to be fine. And so the biggest thing for new people, as I say, just start. 
talk to your sponsor, just jump in and go. Now, if you're in a hole and you're in a rut and you feel like you're stuck, you have to really look inside and see, are you, what are you, what are you doing to work your own business? Right. A lot of times, like, us as leaders get into it depends if you're more of a leader or if you're a newbie right if you're a leader we get really stuck into this helping our team all the time and, and we can start kind of running their businesses for them which isn't good right um and we stop working our own personal businesses um so a, as a leader we have to look at that but for me when i feel like i get stuck in ruts i realize that i'm just sharing things i'm not speaking to the consumer so what i always tell people is when you're sharing or when you're talking about the business you have to talk to every single person so like for instance i'll talk about this favorite pillow that I have all the time. Everybody wants to know the pillow because they say why I love it. So if you're a market partner, though, this is different than, you know, we're talking to a different audience here. I'm just rambling. So just stop me. No, no, no. no, 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 no. I like where you're going with it. Go. Yes. No. So when you're talking to, or when you're sharing information, don't just take what other people are saying. Number one, that's not genuine. People don't care about what everybody else is doing. People trust you. Okay. People come for you. So if you say that you love the dry shampoo talk about why it's important why we love our dry shampoo you know why i love my dry shampoo it's because i can go by the grill on the fourth of july and not catch on fire did y'all know that propane is like the number one ingredient in the majority of dry shampoos and not ours and hairspray just talked about dry shampoo okay so you have to talk about to the consumer why and what makes our products different than the other things in the industry and there are listen our products are proprietary to us like like the rejuvenate oil are you kidding me being able to mimic the production of our natural body oil that we stop producing as we age inadvertently causing and you know hair, you know hair issues and skin issues so when you talk about that stuff people are like wow or yeah. <clears throat> sorry it's a team training day on instagram or it's, it is it's i love fun. it i'm here for it so like the cacodyl plum, for instance, what the world's strongest source of vitamin C that happens to be put into our freaking skincare. This glow is not because I was born this way. Maybe it is partially, but it's really not. But seriously, like, like the vitamin C, like the C radiance, like I put it on and I glow. That's weird to me, but it's cool. And I talk about it, right? Like, and it's amazing because our ingredients are proprietary to us. So. You know, at the end of the day, really, what was the question? <laughs> Look at what you're doing. And people trying out. to dig out of the hole and make yeah. it make a go of it and feeling right. stuck. And so right. talk about the products. Talk about the products on that. Now, with the business side, um, I find that on our team, we have this ride or die chat going, and they're probably all in here listening right now. Um, we talk about how often are you talking about the business? Because we have somebody on our team. She's brand new. She just signed up. She has 20 VIPs this month. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, you know, like, and are you talking about the business? Because that's a lot of customers, yeah. you know? And she's like, no. Okay. So that's number one. You have to talk about the business because guys don't prejudge. You never no. know who's going to want to do this. Um, we're really close now. I don't know if you watch Charmed, but Holly Combs just signed up with us and she was Piper on Charmed. And my friend Janita, who's, we're all friends. I was like, you just got to ask her. She's a customer. She's just a person, right? And she jumped on. She's like, hell yes, I want this. I love the products. I love, you know, I love all of it. I love what they stand for. I love that it's Sleeping Bunny certified because she's a bit, she's, I don't know, she's had like a Netflix series on, um, and whales and, you know, all of that stuff. And she's a full blown supporter. And you have to just ask, 
don't ever assume that somebody is going to say no. Exactly. Because you never know what is going on in somebody's life. And what's interesting to me, now that I've been in this, this is like my three-year anniversary month, essentially, um, people are starting to come back that I talked to about yes. saying they weren't ready then, yes. but they're ready now. So no just means not right now because... You know, when people start seeing the results of all of our hair and our skin and they don't listen to any noise and they actually trust the science and trust you as a person, they're going to, you know, they're going to come back. But if you stop working your business, you know, Mindy Reinbold, who I adore, she's our regional director. And yes. she says, you always have to have people, you know, you always have to be talking to people because three months down the line, what you're doing now is what you will see the fruit, the fruits of in three months. And yep. so just share what you love. Be genuine, but don't stop sharing and always be consistent. No matter what, like I'll go through weeks and I'll like, I was just talking to my team about this. I was like, oh, I'm not getting customers right now. And I'm like, kind of like a, I got, I got goals for myself. Like I like, I'm like a good signer, right? So it was like weird. Then all of a sudden, like people came around this week that were watching three months ago. So I had to remind myself too, like, okay, I'm telling everybody else to do this. I need to do it too. Yes. Right? So people have to really look introspectively at what they're doing. So I'm so rambling. This is I'm no, you're not. I love. I'm like I have so many spinoffs. First of all, Charmed is literally my favorite series. I watch it all of the time. Um, the first three seasons were the best with Prue. When they got rid of Prue, I was very sad. You should um, tag, we should tag Holly in here. Yes, we'll I, love, I love Holly. I, lo I follow her on Instagram. That's so crazy to know that. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, my family is like, are you watching Charmed again? And I'm like, yes. So what? Who cares? <laughs> it's fine. I may or may not have it recorded on my DVR and I literally watch it every day when I'm working. It's just background noise. I love yeah. it. I don't know why. I don't and know why I love it, it so much. Huh? She was one that took a little while to jump, though. My phone just went dark. Hopefully, I'm fine. She, because she was nervous about like. But then at the end of the day, she was like, "I love the company. I yeah. love the products. Why am I not going to share it?" Well, no. and she probably does pretty well for herself. She went on to do a she lot of money. successful series, but I mean, successful business people understand that additional streams of income are what makes up a millionaire and beyond. It's it's a it's multiple streams of income, and I love what you said about talking to people, you're planting seeds. You're planting seeds and you never know when they're gonna bloom. I joined almost six years ago, guys. I was like one of the first, first ones to say yes. And I'm like the mama. Yeah, I'm the mama bit. That is my title, mama you're bear. I'll take it. Um, but like, I talked to people that I went to high school with six years ago and no joke, this last month, I have one purchasing for the first time looking at the business six years she has watched me and followed me it took six years for her to say yes so no doesn't mean no it means not right now people's lives change their needs change and so they need the product or they need the opportunity when in at the time you present it to them they don't so don't take it personally it is right. definitely something that's consistent and when you talk about even like with holly marie combs um Julie Stevens, number one income earner for a long time in the company. And I messaged her right away and she was in another company very successfully. Now from everything I knew, she was doing great. And in my head, I'm thinking she's probably gonna say no, it's fine. But I have to at least just ask her. And she did kind of say no in the beginning. What I didn't know, what I didn't see was that they were struggling. They were living off of ramen noodles like until they got paid again. 
And what if I had decided it's not for her, she doesn't need it, she's successful, she's not gonna say yes. What if I made the decision for her? Look what would have happened. Like the person that wouldn't have said yes, I mean, has one of the biggest teams in the entire company. You right. cannot prejudge anyone. Your job is to ask everyone, their job is to say yes or no, and then you move on. Like, right. it, it's, it's an incredible thing, and, and I love that you brought that up because not everybody talks about that, right? Well, and, and here's the thing, like, you know, is network marketing for everybody? No. No. But if you're thinking about it, it's probably for you, right? It's going to be for somebody. Yeah. And, you know, another thing about Holly, which this, this is important, I think, for people to know, you know, when you're, when you're a celebrity, it's a risk to align yes. yourself with a company. Yes. Um, and she's never once aligned herself with a beauty brand, never, ever, because she hasn't felt it was worth it. Um, and this one, when we were talking a before she signed, I mean, the question she asked about the honesty and the integrity and the science and the Leaping Bunny certification, us becoming a B Corp down the road, yep. all of these things were very important to her before she decided to take that risk. Um, and so, you know, she can't take that stuff lightly when you have, you know. No. So well, it was a really cool thing. You have crazy haters that want to jump on and slam MLM because of bad experiences or whatever the reasoning is. And so as somebody with a large following, it can be a risk just because you risk the people that become haters for it. But if you believe enough in a product and you're using it, and Holly has gorgeous hair. She's always right. had this phenomenal, gorgeous hair. And so it just makes sense. People wouldn't think twice if she were to slap up a shampoo she went and bought at Target or Ulta. They right. go buy it. They would I go know. buy it because she oh, recommended it. Silicones and all. Hi, Mandy. Mandy Sue. She's oh, Mandy is building the most gorgeous house right now. I can't. I Mandy, know. we're obsessed with the pictures. Oh, baby. My two faves. I love Mandy. She makes us giggle on a daily basis. I love her. Does Mandy? All right. So we've been on here almost an hour, Emily. My you're like my best friend I never knew. Are you a seven? <laughs> Am I a seven? I don't know. Instagram? Take I, it. You're I a seven with me. I know okay. it. How do I take it? I don't, don't ask me this question. Just Google it. I'm a seven. If you say <laughs> that, that would be me. I don't know how. <laughs> you go to the thing. Okay. I'm going to tell you details. And then I'm going to post it. it. And I'm going to tag you because I probably am. Yes. I'm what? a blue. I'm a, have you ever read the color, the four color personalities of MLM? No. That's another that You have missed out. Big Al Schreider. You can buy it on um, Amazon Prime. It's an easy read, but it breaks personality types into four colors. Mm -hmm. And I read it and it changed my yeah, life because I'm forever going around. They're yellow, they're green, they're blue, they're red. I'm a blue-red. You're probably a blue. I, if you tell me you don't know how to do it, go look. Blues are here for the party. They're here for the fun. But yeah, don't expect me. me to be technical. Do they have a hot pink? Um, maybe that's in between blue and red. No, that's blurple. It's blurple. <laughs> and, oh, Mandy just said Anna's so a seven. She's so a <laughs> seven. What is Mandy? What are you, Mandy? Now I got to know. I'm like, not I'm a eight. A Eight's a challenger. I'm not an eight. I, I'm terrible at that. Are you, you challenge? You challenge your team? I'm terrible at tough love. I'm terrible. It is, um, it is hard for me. 
and I do it. I just posted something on our team page. And one of my market partners comments, she's like, Emily, this is amazing. And in the parentheses, I'm like, guys, I know this post was really hard for Emily to post because she <laughs> makes her really uncomfortable. <laughs> and so, because I'm like the cheerleader, right? But like, yes, I'm a cheerleader. Cool. I'm like, oh, this just makes me feel bad. I'm a cheerleader and a mama bear. It's like, it's okay. But I'm also, no, I can kick butt sometimes. I can be like, listen, you got to get I going. I do it to people that want it. Yes. But yes. random is hard for me. I'm okay. trying. It is literally, that's my, my goal. Erica Schaeffer told me that. She's like, Emily, you need to challenge more. Okay, Mandy's Erica. a three. What's a three, Mandy? I don't even know what a three. I don't know these numbers. Mandy, I'm part three. I'm seven wing three sometimes. Or I'm like a three. That's like a get her done Okay. <laughs> Tell everybody again what that is because everybody's curious now as to what this heck is. This what? What? The, the Enneagram. But each test you take will be different. Like sometimes I say I'm a three. Sometimes I said I was a two, which is like a helper. And I don't, I don't help that much. I mean, I love people, but I'm, I'm kind of lazy. I'm not really lazy. I just, I love you, but you I'm not distracted. like. It's like squirrel. that's great because I'll forget it the next day 
I'm definitely a winger. You're a winger. And maybe that's what a seven is. I don't even know. It's a blue. So I'm going to go take the test and I'm sending you a copy of the four color personalities of MLM because I guarantee you're a blue. You are totally well, I'm going to take it with a smudge of red. That's because red is like the power business. Um, like you recognize business. They're usually business owners. Um, they're super focused. There's a smear of red in me somewhere. Obviously. I need to take this. When you took the thing in Cayman, did you have futuristic thinker on your thing? I couldn't get my results. What? I don't know my results. I could never get to them. I would go in and try to access them and it sent me down five rabbit holes. And if it gets very hard, I'm not doing it. I'm just not going to do it. You need to do it. It is good. Is that what you're talking about? That No, that's something different. It said okay. I was a futuristic thinker. And now I understand why that like, like, here's my thought in life. If you're going to do something, freaking do it. Don't like half a it. Like, I just like, if you're going to do it, do it. You know, like when I decided okay. photography business, there wasn't an option to fail. I just knew I wasn't going to fail. I don't fail. Like, that's what I'm going to do. Like, with money, like, I'm not going to just do it, you know, halfway. If I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. That's you know? not what you wanted to say, is it? No. But I go to church. And I don't know who's listening. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, that is so great. I Hold on one second. I think Holly might be getting on. Hold on. <laughs> I'm dead. I'm so dying. And that is so true. Same thing. What is it? Did you ever watch the episode of Ellen where the little old lady got on there and she's like, listen, honey, I love Jesus, but I drink a little. Yeah. You don't wine. He's dead. It's the truth. Hold on. I think Holly might be coming on. Oh, Holly jumped so on. Don't go anywhere. I'm trying to get her. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I'm dead. Okay, so I have to do the angio. It's not an angiogram. <laughs> Enneagram. Enneagram. It is early. This is this is my coffee. I drank this whole black cold brew while I was talking to you. Hey, I didn't even me? get. I didn't even get to have coffee. I didn't have time to make it because I got eyeliner in my eye. I like I. So here's. I'm gonna be honest with you. I know I am like a Jeep driver. I'm like a trucker hat. J. Crew, white t-shirt, jean shorts when they fit where? <laughs> right? When they, they fit. might be fitting right now. Okay. <laughs> They're hanging on my door. <laughs> and actually somebody popped up earlier and it showed my, my like when I had them on and I was like, oh <laughs> that means anyway, I'm just I'm not a big makeup person. Like I like to have lashes on. Like I have like little like I have eyeliner. I mean I have mascara on, but I'm just and this sounds really cheesy, but I can do that now after our skincare. And this is not a plus. It's true. I'm like, just kidding you, honestly, it's really weird. It's, anyway, no, it's true. It's true. And I'm such a simpleton, like, <laughs> <laughs> but it's fine. <laughs> I'm trying to find out she's getting on. You dork, you are not a simpleton. You just I lead a simple life. But I told Kenny, I was like, I kind of want to buy something bougie. He's like, um, he's like, like what? I'm like, sunglasses <laughs> okay now that's just I need sad. help with that with you You're so guess what I'm sending you a box of all the essential bougie stuff and you're gonna be bougie. And then we're gonna do another coffee with Ann with all the bougie stuff. I will wear all the things as long as it has pink glitter. Oh I mean everything is better with glitter. Hold I'm on. pretty sure I'm pretty sure I was born with a little bit of glitter in my veins somewhere. 
No, I just came sparkling. Oh, hi, Janina. Is Holly getting on? Go get her. <laughs> Go get her. I don't even know like how long we have. Like, doesn't it cut you off after an hour? But I was late People today. People are still listening. It's like we have our own talk show. <laughs> Those are the best ones. The ones where we ramble on and are complete idiots. Like I got into the topic with um, one of my girls on Botox and like her bad Botox. Have you ever gotten Botox before? Can you raise your eyebrows? That's the Here's the thing with Botox. Botox can fix your face removing, but it cannot fix your complexion. It can't. So you need the double whammy, but. I get it once a year. That's it. <laughs> so I just turned 41. I'm like, I'm not quite there yet. Um, I turned 50 and it's not fair. You did? I turned 50. You did not. I did. I just turned 50. 5.0, baby. Well, and that makes me better for the future. See, look, that's amazing. That really makes me feel better for the future. Hey, you're a future thinker, right? A future <laughs> futuristic thinker, Anne. This is true. I don't think she's coming out. I don't hear. I don't hear her replying. Hold on. I was like, I thought it'd be fun to get her on. Somebody's trying to work, but we're too much fun. That's <laughs> Tiffany. Okay, listen. I'm having you back for coffee. You got to come back because this was too much fun. Maybe the next time you're going to read the four color personalities of MLM and I am going to do the thingy like that Mandy's going to tell me how to go do. I'm going to do it. I'm going to find out what. I think we need to do wine night instead. We might be more fun. Okay. It's a date. We're going to do wine night. Or do you watch Outlander? Yes. You know what I have here? I have Sam Sosnick whiskey. What? Oh, I do. It is in my basement. I ordered it, and then I had somebody illegally send it to me. You can't <laughs> order it in Missouri yet. Does it burn the skin off your tongue? No, it I mean, depends. I don't know. Are you a big baby? Um, no. I'm not, but whiskey is hard. You need to get the peanut butter whiskey. What? Who drinks the peanut butter whiskey on here? What's it called? Does anybody even know what the... You need to drink the peanut butter whiskey. It is called... What is it called? Somebody call it. Who's on here that drinks Somebody it? Somebody put it on yeah. there. You can drink it on the rocks. Like, it's good. Oh. Well, my two boys, they're not... They're, they're over 21. They like whiskey. They do... They, it's a whole experience. Like, it's a thing. And they bought whiskey rocks in Jackson, Wyoming, where you freeze them. And it's like... Yeah. I don't know. It's some kind of rock, and you freeze them, and it keeps the whiskey just the right temperature right. to sip. Have the whiskey balls. Whiskey balls? What? <laughs> okay, Maybe we shouldn't do wine that can. <laughs> it might be pretty bad, but I'm here for it. How many of you would be here for a wine night? <laughs> I. We'll do wine night. We can do a wine tasting night. Maybe we should have more people on, and we can have. Can we have more than two people? No, I don't think you. Could. Well, you could do a Zoom, but I don't think you could do it on IG Live. Well, that's not as fun. No, I but, never talk this long on Instagram. Uh, I know, and it's you know what? <laughs> the only other time I talked this long on Instagram was which was with Joey Kimbrough. Yeah, I could see that. Um, you should go back and watch that one because she has a poop story that. <laughs> I asked her, like, what's one of the most embarrassing things that's ever happened to you? And she's like, oh, I got a poop story. Oh, Lord, of course she does. You should go back and watch it. I'm like, and then 
then Greta Marie said, only Joey Kimbrough could tell a story about poop and still be cute and people still follow her. It is hysterical. You should go watch it. I'm sure her husband is real grown. Kyle's probably all, what are you talking about? He was probably laughing his head off because it was with his family. It was when we were engaged and she went to like an engagement party or some baby shower or something and stopped up somebody's toilet. And I poor thing, and now you're retelling your story. Oh yeah, I peed my pants laughing. So right there on the Instagram, nobody knew. Everybody knows now. Because I have old woman pan disease. If you've ever had kids, you have old woman pan disease. And if you say you don't, you're a liar. Excuse me, true. Did anybody have any questions while we're blabbing? Yeah. <laughs> Better with chocolate, wine, no whiskey. Hold on. Oh, last thing. So this is a big deal. Okay, I'm ready. So when I bought the whiskey, everybody needs to go look at my Instagram feed, look for the picture of the whiskey, okay. and go see who commented. <gasps> Stop it. Oh, he did. He's pretty much my boyfriend now. Stop it. Oh, yeah. Sam Hewen, with a, you know what he posted? What did he post? A kissy face. Stop it! He did. He did. Okay. I'm just going to say this. I bet a lot of people, how many of you are going to go on and buy the whiskey? The peanut, is it the peanut butter whiskey? No, it was the sauce and that whiskey, it's but it's a bourbon blend. So you only can get, actually it's scotch and you only can, you know, you only can get real scotch from Scotland. It's contraband Scott whiskey, right? Well, they're shipping it to the U.S., but just in like California, Illinois. So I'm in Missouri, so it borders Illinois. So I just got sent it to my friend Brenna, and then she said, "It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's, we're next door neighbors. It's fine. It's totally I helped promote fine. the whiskey. He like they, like it like shared on the Sassanac page, <laughs> just like shampoo, guys. It's no different. I mean, I'm here. I'm here for all the selling." <laughs> Okay, it's happening. Wine night, whiskey night, something night. And we will talk about Monate because we always talk about Monate. But you never know what else we're going to talk about. So um, I'm reading this book right now. Everybody needs it. Girl on Fire. What is it? Tell me about it. It's just about like, here, now that women are banding together and realizing the importance of class, it's a community of our competition. We have seven seconds left and it's going to cut us off. Okay, this book is really good. Get it. I love your face. Thank you for joining me. Hey there, it's Anne here again. Listen, I hope you enjoyed this podcast so much. You know, my team and I are always looking for new ways to inspire and support you on your journey towards freedom and fulfillment. But can I ask a favor of you? If you found value in this episode and you thought of anyone that would benefit from it, do me a quick favor and share it with them. Also, I love connecting over on Instagram. So if you haven't yet, take a screenshot or a selfie of yourself listening to this episode, post it on Instagram in your stories, and be sure to tag me at Ann Fisher so we can connect there. Until next time, this is Ann, and I love your face. <laughs>